chips. Ozone is my witness. And icon like icons. Keep your eyes on your mistress. Wait, what is this? A lot of pressure on me, but you don't know me. Man, I ask Howdy. this. And so I Life from maybe the most beautiful day of the year in Los Angeles. It is the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, also known as the Prophet. Uh, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. It's beautiful outside. It's so nice outside, I mean, folks. Not too hot and it's not too cold. A little exactly. slight. Only, only thing would have been nice if there was a Dodgers uh, World Series parade. I don't know going. about all that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't want to waste our energy on a parade in Los Angeles. Uh, but no, it is a beautiful day. We got a lot to cover, folks, in this post-World Series edition. Sorry for coming at you a little late. I screamed my lungs out and my vocal cords out at the game, so I needed a couple days to get my act back together. And your attitude. And, uh, and I'm still angry. I've taken over angry the mantle black. of Angry Black, but we still have Angry Black here. Don't worry. I'm sure he has something Nobody to Nobody can take to my title. I'm <laughs> sure he's mad about something, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, we got a lot to cover. We actually have a special guest coming in studio. Want to talk about the World Series and what it means for the city of Boston while they're celebrating and this crazy championship run of, of this century that they've set out on in the first 18 years of this century. But first, we want to talk about the NFL trade line that just passed, and uh, we got our, our special guest NFL analyst, truck driver extraordinaire, Trucker Dave, to give his analysis. Hello, what's going on? Trucker Dave, live on the Ozone, post-trade deadline. Coming in extra crispy, too. Coming in crispy. You sound like you got great reception. Are you not on the roads of America? What's happening? Uh-huh. Question on the roads of America, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they must be putting in that 5G wherever you are because you're coming in nice and bright and coming in hot today. How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great. I was anticipating you guys. What's going on? Oh, man, you tell us. We're talking about the world of football right now. Uh, you know, this is transition time in sports. The World Series just ended. RIP to the Dodgers. Los Doyers could not get it done. Uh, but now we're looking at the team that you love so much, who's chasing now another championship for the great city of Boston. The New England Patriots seem like they've come alive. How do you feel about yeah. about moves being made, about the game? And I heard you caught a game out in Chicago. Tell us about the experience. Paint a picture for us. Oh, man, it was a great experience. It was a great experience, man. You can't, you can't say enough about it, but as far as the uh... – the the trade is going on. I really like what the Rams did with uh with Dante Fowler, man. I think that's a home run, man. I don't see how you can lose with that move, man. That was that's a great move, man. I think that can just uh just open them up for bigger things because now you got that outside pass rush, and with that inside push with Aaron, from Aaron Donald and Dominic Kinsu, man, this might put the Rams over the top, man. They're making big moves. You know what's unbelievable about that trade is that the Jags didn't get anything for him, really. What is yeah, going on with all of these teams <laughs> making trades for a draft pick? Right, you don't get anything out of it. You the can't. only thing, the only thing that the Raiders have won at this year is getting. Oh, gee, <laughs> the only thing the Raiders have won at this year is getting a higher draft pick than everybody else who gave up all of their, uh, <laughs> who gave up all of their talent. Right. I know, but you know, none of these draft picks are proven, so that's why I'm not. I'm not really. I mean, it's good to have I those agree draft with you. picks. You, they have three of them, but none of them are proven, so you don't know uh, what you're going to get with those draft picks. Right. I like the Amari Cooper. I don't. I didn't. Amari Cooper has shown. Amari Cooper. What's wrong with him is John Gruden. Yeah. Amari Cooper has shown that if you actually get him the ball, you give him the opportunity, him the ball, he's going to shine, and I think he's going to get that opportunity to shine. I think so too, man. I think they put him in a winning situation with him, with Dak and Zeke. I think they need to get a tight end though. 
And uh, they you probably should have got a safety or something like that. They should probably should have got one after Clinton Haha Dix and not let him go to the Redskins because they need a safety. They were looking at um at Earl Thomas before he got hurt. But Earl Thomas was busy flipping people off because he broke his leg. <laughs> but but along with that, you know, I happened to play the Rams GM on television. And uh, I, I'm happy with the moves that I made as well, so I'm glad that you approve of them, Trucker Dave. We oh, have yeah, a, I approve of them. We, <laughs> we have a special guest who just jumped into the studio, actor extraordinaire, Golden Globe nominee, star of the hit HBO series Ballers, and many more, Mr. Troy Garrity. Hell, you forgot, number one of the most biggest Dodger fans. And one of the biggest Dodger fans. And did He's he, a homer. He's a homer. He's an L.A. All-Star, <laughs> Santa Monica native. Yeah. And a Peabody winner. Oh, oh wow. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah. But my World Series ring about 30 years old. <laughs> that does so yeah. 30 and my, years old. And my Laker, my, my, I mean, my Raider card that got a bad back. Them, those motherfuckers. Are oh, really it's going the wrong back. way. Oh, my God. So we got Trucker Dave on the line, our NFL analyst. Trucker Dave is driving the roads of America out there, and he gets a chance to analyze and watch a lot of NFL games. A big Patriots fan, and we're talking about the trade deadline. You, that's where you came in on the conversation, the trade deadline, and what was done. And you know, I, I've made it very clear: me and the Raiders are going through a divorce. The minute that they hit the border of the state, I'm done. Yeah, uh, that's the, it's tough. I hear it's you. It's hard. Yeah. It's, are you still on board? You know, man, the Rams keep hitting me in the DM, yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> They sending me these dirty pics, and I'm like, delete, delete. You naked pictures, but I'll tell you what, I'm I'm happy for AC. Like he shouldn't be playing for Oakland right now. Yeah, if you have a generational talent like Khalil Mack, and you let him go for some unknown variables, exactly, you deserve to lose. That's disrespectful. That's like you can't do that. Disrespectful to the game. At a certain point. Listen, I'm a firm believer that all organizations reflect their top brass. And wow. Yeah, I agree with that. Wow. I agree with Mark that. Mark Davis, buddy, like. What are you doing? That's 2018, Come Chucky. On, like, you got to. Yeah, yeah, the Come game's passed you by. Come man. on, Holmes. That's like, a, you yeah. give Gruden $100 million, but you send Guaranteed. Khalil Mack. Like, that's not. No, that's, that's just, just not smart. That's like, how, this is one situation where I think you should go too. with the sabermetrics. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, ten, ten year deal for a coach. Give him a couple of years and see how it's going to pan out. Because Gruden, the game has passed him by. He's gotten really Clearly. top talent right now, and it's all of the talent on the team Come except on. for Derek Carr is gone. I mean, they talk. And he's be- blaming him. They talk beast mode out of retirement. They sure did. They sure did. You know what I mean? Sure did. The Raiders, man. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if I mean, ten years, if you give him a hundred million dollars, what is Belichick worth? I mean, wow, gonna... real talk. I, that's, <laughs> that's a good real point. Talk. That is that is a very serious. Is, you have to give Bill Belichick a billion dollars and a piece of the organization, right? If you're if a guy that goes to the to the Super Bowl every year, basically. I kind of feel like yeah. a, I kind of feel like a coal miner asking to bring my job back. <laughs> right, right. And the Ra- dead. And, 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 and it's over. <laughs> and the Raiders are like, "Nah, we're gone." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you man. need to. Yeah. You've been replaced. Yep. Now, how are they yeah, going to rebuild that team with four draft picks? You tell me that. How how can you do that? That's not even possible. Well, even if you got five, even if they get five, because they're probably going to get the number one for Derek Carr when they trade him to the Giants, <laughs> or if they trade him to Jacksonville, you know, uh, he'd be great you'd get a number one big. for it. Yeah, he will be great in Jacksonville. I mean, I I don't think Jameis Winston would have been bad in Jacksonville. Anything is better than what you have. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's the, what are you going to do with them draft picks? I'll be honest. I, I don't think they really care. No. They're going to go to Vegas. Yeah. And They're gonna get paid every and every stadium is gonna be fifty fifty fan base and it's all wagering yeah, it's all wagering yeah. now anyways so I wow mean, that's a good point you're gonna be in like it's gonna be like a live casino exactly yeah. so like yeah. that just happens to have football playing in the back come on man it's like yeah it's rough it's a bad and I'm I've maintained it this is it's a bad cocktail and look I'm it's a bad cocktail and I am gonna happen I am it's not gonna work out I am Sereno I am Southern California yeah, yeah. all day however. I love Oakland. I've always love loved town Oakland. business. I love everything about Oakland. Yeah, you all California. Cali- I was about to say you're California. Well, no, I'm not all California now. What, what don't you fool with the city? I, I don't fool with San Francisco. Yeah, you fool with the city. <laughs> you don't nah. like the city. I ain't mad at nah, no, no, no. But, 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 East like, Bay. <laughs> I mean, the Oakland Raiders going to Las Vegas, whatever, man. That's, I can't take like, it. Well, let's let's get back to Trucker Dave. While we got you on the horn, you you like the Rams moves. There was a lot of moves that were made. I was surprised. It felt like this trade deadline at the football uh, in the NFL was more busy than normal. There was a lot of teams yeah, who seemed like they're making, you know, more moves. What as a as a Patriots fan, were there any moves that you wish they would have made? I wish they would have. Uh, they were talking about, you know, uh, look, re looking back at getting Jamie Collins back. But if I were them, I would give up whatever you had to give up to get Chandler Jones back. You were going to mm, give yeah, up Chandler somebody, Jones man. You need that edge rusher. And you, uh, edge rushers is uh, is so serious. So that's what I would have looked at doing if I was them, because and, coming down the stretch uh, with the way Kansas City is playing, I mean, you beat the team once, but trying to beat them twice is not going to be easy. No, but they'll do it because Andy Reid will find a way to lose. But my question is: Are you happy with way, the way so far that Josh Gordon has looked? Uh, yeah, I'm happy with Josh Gordon, but it looks like they having a, a hard, a little bit of a hard time getting him the ball. From what I, I see, it looked like Brady is just a little, little bit slow. It looked like age, just a little. I mean, bit he is sixty-eight, so it, it's a you have to give him a pass. Yeah, because when he get around the goal line, it's like it's they he they don't they don't they run the ball in. They won't pass the ball in. Yeah, it used to be so, lights um, out. Yeah, it used to be lights out around the goal line, and now it looks like he's a little bit timid around the goal line. But mm-hmm. Josh Gordon is doing what he has to do, man. I mean, you can't you can't say anything about him. They said he was starting. And they were going to bench him for the first quarter, but they didn't. And, you know, they let him play. But um, the offense, should, uh, it should get clicking. I thought that injury with Shoney Michelle was pretty big, but it wasn't. Um, well, getting Edelman back. Week I, week. Yeah, and getting Edelman back and then picking up Gordon and then you still have Grunk gives Brady a lot of options. Yeah, Grunk looks terrible too, though. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he does, but he's big, man. He gets hurt all of the time. Yeah. So uh, Gronk know, is also sixty-eight in football years yeah. because yeah. he's been beat up so much, so many times. Yep. Halfway through the season, who do you like other than the Rams? I mean, I, I can't say enough about the Rams personally, right? To the point where I don't even talk about them. <laughs> and the Rams now, the, now one move I, I will say they didn't lose. Honestly, who's going to yeah, beat the yeah, Rams? No, they're a super team. They really are. The best chance that you had yeah. was was last was, was last Sunday, and Ty Montgomery tricked it off. And they shipped him out of there promptly. That's one thing that I love about football. Yeah, you mess up in yeah. football, you don't have a job tomorrow. Miss, miss an extra point, miss a field goal. I can't use it. Yeah. Find something. What are you doing That's here? That's how football is, man. Football will get rid of you in a second, and they did. I mean, they saying it's a pretty good move for Baltimore to pick him up as a running back. But um, uh, my boy was listening to skip this boy. I mean, skip is Shannon, but I did, I didn't hear. I didn't get to hear the whole conversation of what they had to say about it. Um, but. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes, you know, down the stretch. It's going to be real interesting. 
really, really interesting. You don't know who's going to get hurt, so that's why you can't say too much right now. You don't, that's but I'm sticking with the Rams football. because there needs to be a, a colossal amount of injuries. You right. need you need a, a 52-car pileup to yeah. stop the Rams at this point because they, they got everything. They got everything. They got everything. And they got a, and they got a great coach. Job, though. Green, Green Bay, Bay has done job, the best man. job, the best job that you can do against them, and it still didn't get them a dub. But you know what? I really think that play that Sam Shields made before halftime really, really changed the whole game. That play that Sam Shields, he pinned him inside of the five-yard line, you know, with that, with that, uh, when he went down the ball on that punt. Right. And then they get the safety, and then they get the touchdown, so they go into halftime, and it's 10-8. to eight. Yeah. Right. Instead of Aaron Rodgers getting the ball with better field position, right. and it's 13 to nothing or 17 to nothing. That big was play. a big, big play that uh, Sam Shields made, man. But what I saw with the Rams is I saw them running a lot of crossing routes. I didn't see they them sure really did. go deep because of Cooper Cup, uh, his injury. But uh, if you, if um, maybe Green Bay's defense showed us some some kind of a blueprint uh, that you can do with them, you know, with a better Green set Bay of personnel. Played a good game, man. But Cooper Cup is they coming back this week. Game. Yeah, yeah, they played a good game. I was impressed with the way the Packers played. But if you look at their schedule, I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs, man. I think. <laughs> and and I mean, and the praise for Adrian, Aaron Rodgers. I've never seen more praise for an active football player. I don't even remember right. people slobbing down Joe Montana like this no. when Joe Montana no. was the greatest football player in the world. I don't remember, yeah. like, people love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom yeah, Brady came out talking about how inspiring it is to watch him and how. I know, like, he, did, he did say that. Jeez Louise. No, okay, no, he's good. It's his skill set that allows him to do a lot. I don't see him really reading the defenses. You know, you see him moving around in the pocket, and then somebody usually uncovers. And then that's where he, he can put the ball he, on the money. Let's not make well, no. He, he, has ball ring, he, right? looks, he has one yeah. ring. He has one ring. He has one ring. Well, it's big, the they NFC consider him better do, than Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, they do. They can. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they, this is this is the part that's yeah, mind blowing to me. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I I can't tell you how many people have told me that they think Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of yeah, all time, that, not man. just right now, of all yeah. time. But that's dang. But that's the same way I feel about that Mike Trout argument. You know, because you guys... Nobody says that Mike Trout is the greatest player of all time as much as they say that... They say they do say they, 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 as much. You hear Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback yeah. of all time yep. now yep. for about you two do. years. At least about weekly, somebody that. says it. Yeah, more than yeah, that. More than that. Since, he, than that. Since, he won the, since he won the Super Bowl in Dallas. There's so many times... Yep, that he and just, that was 2010. There's so many times that he just chucks it up. Though. Yeah. And they yeah, and the defense like, tricks... Like, or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is he yeah. in that situation in the first place? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Tom Brady blows you out. Tom Brady blows you out. The game, yeah. and I tell you what else. Tom Brady leaves the Super Bowl with the lead. Yeah. The chances are it's not on Tom Brady when they lose, usually. Or yeah, Joe Montana. Yeah, or Joe Montana. Don't even talk about Joe Montana. <laughs> Don't I even bring him up. Or a victim of the moment. This is the problem. Yeah, this is the problem yeah. with social media yeah. and they caught him in like, oh, this dude is the best ever. Aaron Rodgers is not better than Tom Brady. No, today, not. let alone all time. Right. I don't. I can't roll. Well, Trucker Dave, appreciate you. It's uh, it's been a it's been a crispy conversation. Wow, appreciate that that five G you're sitting on. Let me know which part of the world you're in so that I can come over there and get on the the high def because you sound like you must be with Verizon Wireless. You sound like James Earl Jones is setting up your 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 connection. Well, it's all good. It's all good, fellas. Uh, just hit me up next time and we'll talk. All right, Trucker Dave. Thanks. All right, be safe. All right, you got to take care. All right, Trucker. That's ah, crazy. Trucker Dave. Where's he at? Yeah, yo, you know what? I didn't even ask him what his handle yeah. was. How do you know Trucker Dave? Trucker Dave is a is a uh, is a uh, drives the mail, and he drives the mail now between uh, between Dallas and Chicago. Yes, 
and we connected with him in Chicago. He's a listener of the of the pot, and he actually knows what he's talking about. Trucker Dave, we connected with him when we shot our advantage on Martinez stuff in Chicago, and uh, that's amazing. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he went to a uh, a Bears Patriots game, and he loves the Patriots. And uh, you know the Ozone was able to help him out to get some tickets to to his. He'd never seen the Patriots play before. Oh, well, I love that. And so yeah, <laughs> love is I love. Love a truck driver. Yep. So uh, all right, folks. Let's get to what we're here for. What are we here for? Are we here for war? Huh. Good God. <laughs> oh, it is good for Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Say it again now. Ah. Yeah, no. So, you know what we're not here for is the Boston Red Sox championship parade. Why not? They didn't the trophy it's, already. It's, they said <laughs> throwing stuff at it. Uh, somebody threw a beer bottle and damaged it. <laughs> Freaking Bostoners, dude. Freaking Southeast. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg, get your people under control. Mm-hmm. What are you doing out there, Ben Affleck? Oh, I wish I could name a black Boston celebrity, but. I'll leave that for later. Um, mm. Come on. I'm talking about a homegrowner. Silence sweeps over the crowd. Dinner. So, Ellis Burks. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, all right, folks. This is actually my most depressed time of the year because my favorite thing has left me. And it's a season of transition. I love springtime because baseball is starting. I love October because it's my birthday. It's also two of my brother's birthdays, and it's the Major League Baseball playoffs, which is the greatest thing in sports. Unfortunately, for two years straight, my team has come up short. Last year, we came up short from a dynamic squad that found every way to win. I I actually was just impressed with how good they were. This year, although one could argue that this year's Red Sox team is better than last year's Astros team, I think it's arguable, but I won't even go as far as to say that that's the case because I felt like last year's Astros team had better pitching. But this year, the Dodgers partially gifted a World Series to the Red Sox while the Red Sox, being a superior team, was much obliged to pound the Dodgers into submission for playing the game the wrong way. I don't feel like they were gifted. No, no, no. I said partially gifted. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the Red Sox. They were the best team Wire to and, wire. And by the way, from they, the day yeah. that they signed J.D. Martinez, they were the best team in baseball. But they consider them one of the now one of the greatest teams of all time. I saw that, and that's a hoax. This is another phony number. And you know why they're saying that? Well. No, here's why they're saying that. Because total wins of the season plus wins in the postseason. Which was crazy. I give more credit for winning in the postseason the way that they did more so than that regular season schedule. I mean, they shut people down. <laughs> they and or they pounded them out. Yeah, and they only lost three games. They beat the Astros, the Dodgers. I think they have to the be Yankees. up there with one of the best teams of all time. Yeah. I mean, 108 wins. Every, hold on a second. At that point, we're talking about World Series winners. We're not just talking about best teams of all time. And from what I saw from baseball in my baseball memory, it's always a tricky stat because up until '95, teams didn't have a chance to get an extra three or four wins. Just based on the division series, right? If you remember, do I think that they're better than the '87 Cardinals? Hold up, I nope. don't think that the best team ever. They're, that's what this is. What yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what we're talking what we're about. Saying. They're saying that they're, they're, one they're of the saying. Best there you go. Of all oh, time. One, one of yeah, but they're not going to yes. beat like the 2000 Yankees or none they, of that. This they're, is what that's it's they, 98 Yankees that everybody Yankees. they're putting them in that group with the 98 Yankees. Nah, that you're. That well, you're, let me tell yeah. you something. I take. That Toronto Blue Jays team over, over everybody, everybody except yeah, for the maybe the Murderers Row Yankees, and only yeah. because I didn't see them. Yeah, 
That you don't remember that Toronto Blue Jays squad? Oh, oh my goodness, it they're was, the best squad in history. That was one top of the, to bottom. Ricky Henderson leads you off. Roberto Alomar, Paul Molitor, Joe Carter, who is John Olerud, David Cohn. Who is David, David? Who isn't the pitcher? <laughs> they David Cohn, David Wells, oh, yeah. uh, Dave Stewart, Tony yeah, Fernandez, yeah. Steve, Robert, Roberto Alomar. I mean, come on. They got everybody on that. Devo. The outfield is locked. In their lineup. They did not literally have a hole in their lineup. And a good old Ed Sprague, if you need. Yeah, sprinkle into some Sprague. Well, who, and who, some who, Kelly Gruber. Okay, so who is the, who's the Boston hole in their lineup? I actually it's think Andy Leon. You can go down to the bottom of the lineup. The bottom lineup is suspect. It's not. But, but what and happened KBJ with them? showed up, but yeah, KBJ but they, technically exactly. would have been a hole. But they produced at yes. the bottom of their lineup during the postseason. Well, That's see, what I, I, I think it comes down to my point about the Raiders. I think I think sports teams are always top-down organizations. I agree. I just think that – It's a good way to put it. The Boston system beat the L.A. system. Yes. Without a doubt. Wow. Because the L.A. Dodger team, that is – Built uh, on I'm old. Well, no, th- th- I think that's the deepest, most talented Dodger team of all time. And know. honestly, I feel like the depth is actually what ended up biting them in the butt. I, do, I don't because because in I my don't. opinion, we have too many outfielders. We have too many options. We're gonna go real quick. Let's talk about game by game. And 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 folks, I'm not just giving you homer work. The reason that I say that is because the Red Sox ran through the Yankees. They ran through the Astros, which is the most impressive thing they did. Which was yeah. to me was more impressive than them running through the Dodgers. The Dodgers, though 4-1 is getting ran through, were the most competitive that they played in this in their run. The Dodgers were in every game, and because of their system and that personnel, they didn't get it done. Now, maybe that system, I don't believe that the sabermetric system works. Maybe that system works with a different set of players, but when you start looking at your clinching, your elimination game lineup, has Kiki Hernandez in the three hole? But let me ask and you playing this. center field, you got problems. Yeah, but let me ask you this. Have you ever seen the sabermetrics work for any team? It's good enough to get you there or somewhere, but it's not somewhere near. Enough. Yes, but okay. it's not good enough to get you over the hump. No, because you need a manager, you need Tommy Lasorda to say, you know what, Troy? It's you tonight. Yeah, I got a feeling. You got it. Well, I, you know, I I don't think it's all or none. I think I think sabermetrics and analytics, if they, they have are, a place. If they are not the same thing. Yeah, they're the same thing. They're thing. the same thing. That they do serve a purpose. I agree. The great thing about baseball, it, 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 it is a game of statistics. But your numbers, your statistical probability, right, you won't return to the norm unless you have a large, large sample, sample size. size. So if you're, 162 if games. If you're a career 300 hitter. Over and 162 you, and games. And 240 for the first half. You're probably going to hit 380 for the second half. Q Matt Carpenter come around your career norm, right? When you are in a seven game series, you can't apply. You better preach, OG. That's why we have you here, ladies and gentlemen. This is Troy Garrity spitting the real. You cannot apply the same analytics to a seven game series because you don't have the completely. You don't have enough numbers to quantify to have the numbers revert to the norm. I agree. So you have to go with your gut. When you have Hinjin Ryu in game one, is it one or two? He was in two. two. In game, Curse was when, game one. When you have Hinjin Ryu. Pitching or, very well. Pardon me for my all my Korean people. I think it's Ryu. When yeah, Hunjin Ryu. When you have Hunjin Ryu dealing in game two, 
Gets in, the, gets in a little trouble. You need to let him get out of that trouble. You can't bring in a cold body. In a cold, in a, in, a, in, a, in a 40 yeah. degree game. And, and there's no there's no design that he's necessarily struggling. Like, we were in that. And they gave it up. Gave up the booty. And Ryan Madsen no, faced, Ryan Madsen inherited seven runners as a reliever. And all seven scored. of them scored. <laughs> right. Now, now, listen. Perhaps... You could play the splits like um, Cody Bellinger can't hit left-handed pitchers, so he's not going to start against a left-handed pitcher. Perhaps. That may make more sense to me. But but, but I need my superstar, and that's what they're trying to groom Cody Bellinger to be, to hit against everybody. That's just my take. No but doubt. I hear, I hear what no you're doubt. saying to your point. But, but beyond that, I, I, I can't really mess with you if you are a Major League Baseball player. <laughs> And you can't hit it to Hello. the opposite field, or you can't lay down a bunt. Hello. Right. That's the first thing they teach you. I can't bro. mess with you. No. I can't mess with you. No. I don't need you on my this, roster. Right, it's just so a the, simple game of pepper at this point. Yes. Just that's a, that's a drill that, we put, that we've this learned. This is a drill that you've learned that you just make contact. It's just making contact. If you're having problems with certain pitches. Correct. So the philosophy comes from the, the A's organization that the Dodgers implement, right? That's on base the money percentage ball. Yes. plus long ball. So Dodgers take a lot of walks, and they also strike out a lot. But they, you know, if you get people on base, you hit a home run. The odds are over 162 games, you'll win your division. Right. If you're if you have those types of players. Right. Right. Does not work in the post. It doesn't work when you doesn't face David Price, Chris Sale, <laughs> Nate Evoldi throwing 101 miles an hour. Right. Walker Bueller. It doesn't work because you have to put the, the bums, ball in play. The bums at that point. For the most part, are at the house now. Yes, the the bums aren't. They're they're no longer in the playoffs for you to make those numbers average out. Well, let me let me put it like this. Also, Eduardo Rodriguez came in and he gave it up later on in the game. But what he did do was to suppress their lineup to keep their better hitters out of the what they feel like their better hitters out of the lineup for an extended period of time. Their, their whole lefty contingent yeah, because Muncy, they were going by the numbers, Bellinger. You know? So now you got guys who you feel are your best players, your best hitters. On the bench for more than half of the game. Six innings worth. Yes. All because the numbers say that they can't hit a lefty or they refuse to go to the other way. I have a problem with that. I have a major problem with that. You should have a problem with that. that. I have a problem with quite a few things. I have a problem with the idea that Cody Bellinger is getting bailed out and nobody's really putting on him what should be put on him because ever since October of last year, Cody Bellinger was exposed as not being able to go the other way and not being able to hit the off-speed pitch. And he reverts to a softball s swing when he gets two strikes, which is embarrassing for one. It's not befitting of a major league player. For two, he's so scared of that curveball that they throw fastballs by him. Yeah, I don't know. I saw him hit two line drives on a opposite but, field. But how many? But out of how many at bats? That's this is this is to. the key, right? But I, I I almost feel like this is a game plan that is given to him, like. No question. Well, I can see that you do it. You've done it. Right. But you can't. You did it. You did it against Josh Hader. You did it against Hader. Yeah. So I don't understand. Yeah, because they're well, going. Which makes to, it worse because that makes it a choice. But I this think is it's, a cast. This I think is launch angle and everything else that shouldn't be equated into your game or your, your approach at the plate. I think it's systemic. I think it's the system that they preach. No I doubt. agree. So, like, now, so now let's have the roundtable about this. Does the blame lie on Dave Roberts? At the game. Rich Hill, who shut my mouth, everyone in Dodgerland, I was wrong. In game four, Rich Hill pitched the game of his life. True. Other than that no-hitter that they took him out of, which also was ridiculous, it down in Miami. Right. Side note, this was a lot higher stakes. Rich Hill 
in my personal opinion, earned every dollar of that $48 million deal that they gave him in that game because he put the Dodgers in a position to actually put pressure on the guys that eventually won the World Series. Right. And he left the game, should have been a winner in real life. You can't need nine outs and give up nine runs. That's that's never going to work in any league you play in. Now, Rich Hill, which we did not see at the game, apparently, you you tell me, Rich Hill... Apparently, him and Dave Roberts had a conversation. No. Dave Roberts and Rich Hill said, hey, keep an eye on me. He got in a little bit of trouble. Dave Roberts went out to have a conversation with him. Because of the previous conversation that they had had. They That's had. what I just said. Uh-huh. He, he said, keep an eye on me. Mm-hmm. He comes out to as keeping an eye on him to, to probably say, hey, how you feeling? You ready? I think you got this guy. Let's try this approach, that approach. Give you a little breather. Get back to what's working. Rich Hill doesn't even have a conversation. <laughs> Dave Roberts walked out to the bump, and Rich Hill gave him the ball. Promptly. And walked off. And walked yes. off. That's terrible. That is terrible. That's terrible. Because that's, that's saying terrible. that you don't want it. And that, or, and Dave it, Roberts or, eat or, it. And Dave Roberts has to eat it. Or is it saying, I've been so conditioned by sabermetrics that I usually just go five, so of course he's coming out to get me. Watch me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I used to pitch, right? Yep. So you can go into a zone where you're kind of like the world doesn't exist. Right. And your adrenaline, you are on a tightrope of adrenaline. So when you're out there and you see the coach coming out, you're, you may not think clearly. And obviously he wasn't. I don't know why Dave Roberts went out there. He wasn't in trouble. He wasn't. He walked about her, and then he struck someone out. No, nope, there was a runner on first and second. That's why it was a three-run bomb that Ryan Madsen gave up to Mark to Mitch Moreland. He struck out a batter, and then Roberts took the, went to the mound. No, he got an. I, I could be wrong here. He got an out. He walked a guy. There were two Google, and then somebody. Google. Yeah, yeah. He got an out. He walked a guy, and then somebody else was on base. There was two runners on base because when Ryan Madsen comes in, Mitch Moreland hits a bomb. That's a three-run bomb. He struck someone out, and Roberts went to the mound. I thought it was the. I think he walked somebody and Roberts comes to the mound. But either way it goes, this is my point. I too used to pitch. There's and, no communication. And was, and was wild. I was a wild pitcher, but I threw very hard. I don't want to see you on the mound. Nobody wanted to see me on the mound. <laughs> you know how many times I've hit him? I, 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 I would hit him on purpose. I, 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 I was wild and I had a hose. The great chance that if you get a hit off of me, I'm going to hit you next time. You don't have to get a bomb. I'm out of control. So, never once, Andy threw hard. Never once ever have I ever voluntarily gave up the ball at the, to the point where I'm willing to hurt the team. I've never <laughs> You're I'm, selfish ball player. I, I'm a selfish ball player at that point because I believe that when I focus up, they can't hit me. I've never seen a great pitcher voluntarily give up the ball. I haven't seen it. It was a two hitter, two hit, and dominating a two, two hit a shutout, dominating two. Dominating too. I, I don't understand. And 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 also, so then this makes me so want to add Hill, this. Wait, Rich Hill only gave up one earned run, so that means that it was only one person off. That's impossible. It was four to nothing. No, and, and then and Madsen. Maryland, then there's Madsen a walk. walk somebody. He, he pitched yes. six point one innings. He had one earned run. He, yeah. Look at the one look run. at the look at the the top of the seventh. That's interesting. I didn't know that he only gave up one. I thought he gave up. Uh, well, no, but see, he still could have gave up one Ernie if it was a walk and then a bomb. On the first pitch, no, I'm I'm sure about this. On the first pitch, Ryan Matson gave up a bomb. He didn't walk somebody and then give up a bomb. The first pitch, Ryan Matson gave up a bomb. He'll get to it. So Ryan Matson didn't come in. 
Wasn't it Florio? No. That was last Manson game. gave up the booty on a bomb that was a Daryl Strawberry bomb that like would have went to the parking lot. Mitch Moreland, right? Yep, to Mitch Moreland. On a changeup. You throw 97 and you get beat on a changeup. Well, that's what happened to on the first pitch. as well. But that's yeah, not but Nate Evaldi had already gone six or seven scoreless. That's not really the same thing. But that's not what happened. What happened? Florio came in. No, Troy, no, no, you're, no, no. you're drunk right now. This isn't it. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bar for you, hold just in up, case you want to keep second. it going. Hold up a second. What, so what, while what everybody's what looking at stats, this is what I want to tell the people out in audience land. You know what? Pitchers get in trouble. That's what pitchers do. Just like boxers get knocked down, whatever. You got to get up. And you know what pitchers also do? They get out of trouble. Pitchers have this beautiful thing where they can get, when they get runners on base, they can get two outs with one pitch. It's called the pitcher's best friend. It's a double play. <laughs> they do it all the time. And and if not, they, they have other ways of getting out of trouble. Yeah, they brought in Scott Alexander after Rich Hill. He's a left-handed specialist. He came in and he gave up uh, a, uh, a home run. No. Yes, dude. It's right here. Game four. He gave up uh, a double. No, he gave up a – he walked someone, and then they yanked him, and then they put in Madsen. They brought in – they did bring in Scott Alexander. Alexander walked somebody, gave so up an earning. So they went lefty on lefty and stayed with Alexander, who was clearly a reduced version of Ridge Hill. No, they – yeah, they brought in – I hear what you're saying. Right. They brought, and then Madsen comes in and gives up the booty. So Madsen we Hill, in Alexander, and, and Madsen, Kenley and, Madsen, and Madsen gets a hold. Unbelievable. <laughs> Madsen gets a hold for that and only gives up one on his record. What a nice guy. Unbelievable. Well, there's another issue, too, that happened. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that closers need to close games. Unless you I, are Mariano Rivera, you don't. if you bring in your closer in a non-closed situation, there's a problem. You know what? If you bring in your closer in a non-safe situation... They will create a safe situation. Yeah, they no doubt. They always do. Yeah. Craig Kimball just did it in that game. You yeah. cannot do it. Their head, they are not wired like no. that. No. I know it sounds so ridiculous. No, it no, doesn't. but it's the truth. But only the For elite baseball players, of the elite that. can do that. And I've only seen one pitcher be able to do it, and that was Mariano. Okay, let's top that off. Well, it's been more than one uh, pitcher can do that. Eckersley used to do it. I mean, you can go back in the day. They used to do it all the time. Just modern-day history, they don't do it. So what you're talking about is that – Jansen has this problem, and then they bring him back the next night and do the same thing all over again. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. So no, whoever, I mean, the whole stadium what, knew it. The whole stadium like, oh knew it. God. The whole stadium. And it's not like Kinley is a bum. In, in both no. games. No, no, it's not like Kinley is a bum. He's Kinley Jansen is one of the, the more elite, elite closers. dominant closers of the last 10 years. And that, they brought him in in a non-safe situation. Two times. Two times. Created a crea- he On created meditation. Own, yeah, created his own problem and lost by it. Yes, he can't do that. You can't. You can. And then Boston can have a parade. <laughs> Actually, that's what we were coming to find. Uh, for me, overall, I want to read that statement that I sent to you guys that uh, that Puig made, which I, I thought was so accurate. Um, I love see. you, Puig. Hey, man. You you know what I want to play really Puig, quickly? you deserve the MVP, kid. He sure did. He sure did. He deserved the MVP of the LCS. And honestly, he deserved the MVP of the uh, he deserved the MVP of the Dodgers even in, in a loss. But Yasiel Puig was the only dude that was ready. MVP. I got a, I got a hit today. When? Today. First I, have, I got a hit. I have three. They were lucky, though. <laughs> 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 
my boy and MVP, Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> That's Puig like telling, asking Cody Bellinger why he was MV, NLCS MVP and Puig wasn't. Right. And that's on cut four, and it's fantastic. I got a, I got a hit today. When? Today. First of that, I got a hit. I have three. They were lucky, though. <laughs> My boy and MVP, Bellinger. <laughs> So, so Puig, wait, so Puig wait, wait. said this in Spanish. I just want to get this out there. Puig said this. We could have done more and won the championship, but it got out of our hands. We practically gifted it to Boston, who is a great team. We did things we shouldn't have done. We made bad decisions. We did bad things on the field that gave them an easier victory. I thought that was really accurate for him to say that. He's not even saying that. I, I don't feel like he's advancing the Dodgers in any way. He's saying, look, they beat us. But we made it really easy on them for for them right, to, for beat, them us to us beat us by the way that we decided to play the game. And he was only only knock I had on Puig was him overthrowing his his big. cutoff in the first game, which was big. which put extra pressure on Clayton Kershaw again. But Puig bat two batted two ninety eight, and Cody Bellinger batted one eighteen. No, stop it! I mean, he is. The... <laughs> I can't, we can't. Is it perverted? We, we stopped <laughs> it. We stopped it. The season is over. No, Cody Bellinger stopped it. <laughs> It, it, you know, Puig f- from uh, uh, you know second year on, everyone's like, "Oh, he's a clown." He is. He, he is the most consistent and best Dodger there is, other than uh, uh, Turner. Only and and only other than Matt Kemp because they don't want to let Matt Kemp play. Well, my whole problem with Puig was because they brought him up early and he performed and he wasn't ready yet. Really, he just no. performed and and they put so much pressure on him to be something that he wasn't at that point. He wasn't a year out of Cuba. Yeah, he needed. Yeah. By the way, he needed to develop. He spent a year in Cuba, league. getting picked up by the Coast Guard and the yeah, ocean, right. staying in like safe houses in Mexico, yeah. dealing with cartels, not thinking about the fastball on That's a three-one count. Right, came here and owned American baseball. He sure did. When he first came up, forget about it. Oh, he can't play. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll watch Puig play over any other player in the major leagues. Wow. Any day. You went far. Jeez. For sure. Over who he bet? Yes. <laughs> no. I like Mookie, though. No, I, like, I, like, I love Puig, but Mookie Betts just showed and proved what time it was. Yeah. Well, he got one hit all World Series, so, you know, I don't know. I think know. he ended up with three, maybe. But either way, it goes when they focus up on you to clamp down on you, which is exactly what happened to Puig after Puig showed his ass. David Price made it a point to dominate Yasiel Puig, and yeah. he did exactly that. And I don't care. Dodgers aren't there. They're not in that game four if there's no Yasiel Puig. They're not in the World question. Series. I'm all the way with you. Hey. I'm, I'm not fighting it. But, I'm not fighting it. But the problem <laughs> is that they didn't play as a team. They're going by the book. Those numbers, those fake, those virtual numbers, and those virtual numbers have – no kind of calculation for human tendencies and pressure or stressful situations. It's impossible. So then when you do that, you put guys in situations that they – Cody Belger is not a, a pressure player. Not a knock on Cody Belger. It's just his character. So if he can't yes. perform in pressure, don't put him well, in Well, yes situation. and no, because you know why? I think he's not a pressure player. Because he, doesn't, he hasn't had the tools and the instruction – to use the skill set he has. He has the tools he to sure succeed. Does. He has a hose. He's super fast. He's got crazy pop. Crazy pop. And he just, no one has been able to penetrate his mind to say, listen, you could potentially be a Hall of Famer if you learn two really simple things. Bunt <laughs> and how to go the other way. I, even with the speed, you don't even have to bunt. Just make contact. Make contact. Very simple things. I'm not talking about drastic changes to his game. There's nothing he can do about them playing him out of position. Yeah. So I'm actually not mad at him in center field at him. I'm mad at Sabermetrics and whoever says that he should be in center field. 
he should be a first baseman. Yeah. Now let's talk about just this. a fast first baseman. Just a super fast. He's a super athletic first baseman. That's nothing wrong with that. So let's talk about where everybody goes from here. For the Dodgers, Troy, I talked to you off camera, and you had a. I loved who you think the Dodgers keep and get rid of. I had a different take, but just a couple tweaks. Lay it out. What do the Dodgers do from right now? Um, Who's the Dodgers opening day roster come April 1? I think they need to get this catcher from the Marlins. I'm blanking on his name. JT Realmoto. Yep. It's a stud. It's yep. a stud. He's available. The Yankees are too. They need to get the Yankees don't need another catcher. Yes, they do. Oh man, <laughs> so, they do. They need one that can catch. So uh, <laughs> maybe they can sign Grandall. So I, we could keep Grandall. I <laughs> no, think, no, no, no. I, they meaning the Yankees. I think Grandall burnt, got burned out. Yeah, Just, but Grandall's in the free agency now, and then they already. I don't. I don't think they keep Grandall. I don't think any. I don't think the. I think he lost favor with the fans. It's hard to lose favor with. Well, the fans. I think that's the big issue. I think the big issue playing so in the Dave Dodgers Roberts. for next season is is catcher. All right. So whoever they bring in and needs to be, they need to do better in the post. First base. Um, um, Mad Max. No, what's his name? Who? We Bellinger? Bellinger. I'm not I'm not giving up on Belly. So first base Belly, second base Mad Max. Mm-hmm. If Max can't do it, then I think you signed uh uh Dozier. Shortstop Seeger back, third base uh, JT. JT, right field Turner, center field is right field Puig. Right field Puig. Sorry. Center field Jock. No, I'm off. I don't off. Off. Let, Let me tell you what you said the other day that I thought was right. Who I want in left field is about. I want Andrew Tolles. There we go. Andrew Tolles was the only player in, in, unfortunately, including Justin Turner. Andrew Tolles was the only player when they lost to the, the Cubs in 2016, and I went to Chicago for two games. Andrew Tolles was the only player that wanted to win that series, he as hits, far as offensively. He hits for high average. He's a quintessential leadoff guy. And he's he's got, very fast, yeah. and he runs the bases well. Yes. Well, who they need he's in, got the clutch gene. Who yeah. they need in center field is that kid that's been dwelling down there in the minor league, just like Bueller was, is Alex Verdugo. And oh, they yeah. brought him up to play in this postseason. You think he's he, the truth? Oh, he is the truth. He, okay. But he, he hits for average. He makes contact. He has speed. He has He's a 5-2 player. But – the Dodgers, for some reason, the, the the stats or the analytics or whatever they go by said that he shouldn't be there. But you got guys playing out of place, and it always comes back. Always to comes back. back always, to fight you. Yeah. It always yeah. does. It doesn't it's work. Not even, there's not even a gray area about that. No. It comes back and hurts you. Cody Belger is not a center fielder. You got you got Kiki, Kemp, nor is Kiki Hernandez. Yeah, and you have Matt Kemp sitting on the bench, and you're going to tell me that Matt Kemp can't even – if Matt Kemp can't play a major league outfield, then he shouldn't be in the game anymore. I agree. Bottom line. Well, I don't but want Matt Kemp playing center field, though. He, I'll take him in center field over Kiki Hernandez and Cody Bellinger, even though he's a diminished I version Cody of Cody. I thought Cody played pretty good. Cody center hurt field. you guys bad. Um, see, that's the thing. He takes bad routes he and they're balls route. and and actually and, uh, catchable balls. Kiki, oh yeah, he yeah. hurt you in Boston. Kiki hurt us way more than Cody did. So yeah. actually, bad routes. But so for me, hopefully Kershaw opts back in. I think Kershaw is going to get a back surgery or some procedure. Kershaw is a competitor. He knows that he doesn't have his velocity. It's not a news flash to him. This is the part that makes me so angry about it. It's not a news flash to him that he doesn't have his best stuff and what people say about him in the postseason. I personally feel like Clayton Kershaw, the pitcher that he is today, if he had the stuff that he had when he was a kid, would be totally lights out all the time. The question is, he hasn't lost Uncle Charlie. He hasn't lost the cutter. He hasn't lost the slider. He's developed the changeup. 
The question is whether or not he can get back to 94 or 95. That's the only question about Clayton Kershaw. I don't think he needs to. I mean, Rich well, he Hill, really Rich Hill yeah. case in point, he's got the stuff to keep you off balance constantly. I Listen, the back is a tricky Tricky. It's, it's a it's a tricky thing because when it starts to go, everything's going. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and also court. with age, you know, he's not – I don't think he's going to come back – with that velocity, even if he does, what does that last? A year? I think that he needs to sit down and come up with a new game plan and reinvent himself as a pitcher. Perhaps. I don't feel that way because guys, because he's a big guy with a big trunk. And guys like that, to my experience, got cheesed their whole lives. Nolan Ryan, I can guarantee you can still throw the ball 80 miles an hour. Justin Verlander. With, no, Justin Verlander lost his cheese at one point, yeah, and, and if you remember, back. and got it back. Max Scherzer still throws 100 on yeah. certain nights, and he's been – In the All-Star game. <laughs> and, and he's been throwing 220, 250 innings every year for like – you know, six, seven years. But even if you have to reinvent yourself, look at Greg Maddox because we always just laugh at Greg yeah. Maddox when he was on the Cubs. He blew. He had fuzz, but uh, he man, well, he used to. But, but once he once he but decided he to, to take something off of the ball, he he focused on control. Once Greg Let's, Maddox went to the Atlanta Braves okay. and started hitting spots with Leo Manzoni, there was no answer. Here's the big here's the big difference. And I am not a Kershaw apologist. I actually, despite his numbers, think he's been very good in the postseason. Right. However, his numbers are much more pedestrian. And the problem that right. Kershaw has is when he tries to overthrow. Because he doesn't over- get help from hold, his team. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He doesn't get help. First of all, if the Dodgers aren't scoring runs, they're not It doesn't not matter winning. who's pitching. Right. Let's say they're scoring runs. When Kershaw tries to overdo it, his stuff comes out flat, and he is all like over the place. And he, he right, and he gives it up. Walks people. He, Greg Maddox, yeah. Scherzer, Verlander. When they overpower, they're on point. So you, well, Kershaw, Greg if Kershaw on hit on hitting his spot. When Kershaw is relaxed, he doesn't need to pump ninety four. He is hitting his spots and keeping well, you off balance. Well, let's bring up another point when people keep talking about Kershaw because I'm high on Kershaw, but I feel I know that he's just a shell of what he was. They changed his catcher. It is so important for pitchers to have their battery mate. And for some reason, they lost uh, AJ Ellis. Ellis, and he has not been the same pitcher. Because- well, he needs to get over it. Well, because he's got. No, he doesn't, though. A lot of these guys don't get over it. He needs- Remember, the Yankees kept Jose Molina for AJ Burnett the year they won in 2009, the last time the Yankees won. They kept him for that because AJ Burnett could not pitch without yes. him and well, AJ Burnett well, actually well, here, them well here's the thing AJ Ellis is not on the team. No, he's so, not. It's out. And he hasn't yeah. been the same pitcher either. Since even even when he had his good stuff, yeah, even when he, he had, hasn't been the same pitcher. Yeah, because because, because you're talking about go, go back and look at you're talking about Kirsch used to be a, a sub two guy. Yeah, like an insane his his numbers and, were and, insane, and, and he lost AJ Ellis, and I don't know if it's a mental block or yep. whatever. Because Before he lost his velocity, body does not call a good game for Clayton Kirsch. No, nor does he frame pitches, and nor, the, and and you recognize that his home runs he's been giving up more home runs since ever he, since AJ Ellis left. Uh-huh. Even when he still threw ninety five, we can't stress that. Enough. And we've seen that they what they've recognized now. It's they, they put that kid Austin Barnes on him now, right? Yeah. To maybe turn into that person that he needs, his battery mate. But pitchers like to have their battery mate. All these elite pitchers usually have one guy that they throw to. Correct. They don't have a bunch of guys. Yasmani really doesn't call a good game. Correct. And you can't. And in the playoffs, he couldn't even catch the ball. He just doesn't. Uh-huh. Well, that's on Kershaw. Okay. I so then, so. so then we go Bueller. For me, the starting rotation, I actually don't think the Dodgers need to go sign a big right arm. It doesn't hurt. I but I don't think they need I to do. do that. I like Bueller. I like Urias back to the starting rotation. 
I like Rue. I think you re-sign Rue. I've never had a problem with Rue. I love Rue. And I don't know who, but I know the Dodgers got to have some kid down there, whether it's Ross Stripling mm-hmm. or whether I it's... I would go with Stripling. Because Ross Stripling had a great season uh, until... Did he get hurt? He had a minor injury, but what they did was shifting back to the bullpen after he, and his after mind he went got through the dead up. arm phase. And yeah, that's what it was. Not, he got not, dead instead arm. of letting him ride through the dead arm phase, they put him in the bullpen. You you need to let him ride it out. But they were behind the eight ball, and that's one of the reasons they did that. Yeah. But Ross Stripling is is sufficient. Obviously, it never hurts to have more front line pitching. But I think instead of trying to focus on a main front line dude, the Dodgers could I get a, a a righty. I mean, they have the money, so they could do it. The Dodgers could get a a a number two righty, somebody that's uh, somebody like like uh, Herman Marquez or like somebody that's a you know what I mean a a, 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 a Taiwan Walker type if right. they can get his mind right right. Um, but the the interesting thing that none of us said is that the Dodgers need to re-sign Machado. Nobody said that. Well, that's well, but he doesn't. Clifferous. I said we don't need it. Yeah, you don't. Where's he going to play? I agree. And with Cody, I mean, with uh, Corey Seager coming yeah, back, where's he going to play? I mean, that there's not. And I, I think that he might lose, uh, you know, fan flavor as well. I, I think so for sure. You know, nah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, fans, nah. He rubbed oh. the fans the wrong way. Even Garvey was talking about it. He just not not a good fit for Los Angeles like that. I, I, That's what Garvey has to say. Yeah, but for me, <laughs> when did Garvey say that? He said it on Fox. The, oh, that the, night. Yeah, that I night. didn't see him. I, yeah. I saw Ross Border say. It. Listen, no, no, no. that was a bad looking strikeout ending up on his knees. Yeah, for the series on ba- a pitch that was nah, never that, a strike. That, I, you that, know what? That was bad. But his whole like. His defense is fantastic. His defense is fantastic, and by the way, so is his bat. But he doesn't hustle though, and that's the that's what they're putting on him right now. I I believe in Manny Machado. I think that Manny Machado is top five player, top, in the one league. of the top five players in top all 10 of baseball. Players, all of baseball, not even top ten. I believe he's in top five. I can't. Let really... me ask you a question, Terry. You're playing baseball, right? You are the, one of the hottest shortstops uh, in your generation. You hustle at the first base. You blow your knee out. You you're done for Manny the season. Machado has done it. I'm, I'm getting. You're getting to story. my point. Mm-hmm. You come back. You hustle. You do it again. Mm-hmm. All right. You blow your knee out. Right. You're finally healthy. You're putting up the numbers you're used to putting up. All world numbers. All right? world numbers. You 40, are doubles. You are three. Ga- you are three games away from free agency and changing your family for generations to come. You're going to make between two hundred and three hundred million dollars. You are running to first base on what ninety eight percent of the time is going to be a ground out. You're going to ease up, or you're going to risk blowing your knee out again. Well, his was which the, is the, a mental block. Well, but his was the one. Against, That's a problem. But his I was don't the one against the wall, and he blew out his knee one time running to first base, and he blew it out the other time in the batter's box. So it's just not that. It's just blowing out his knee in general because you have that little block in your mind. But the thing of it is that hustle is free. And even if you blow out your knee, you you come out there to play the game. You don't come out there to play it halfway. You usually get hurt not going hard. But he hit a ball that he thought that was ball, gone. Yeah, that that was probably that's, the worst that's one. People the wrong. That game. was the I'm, worst one out of all of yeah, them. Yeah, and I and I'm with it because some of the stuff that he had done in the games. I mean, he he looked like he was a little dirty, but Manny Machado plays the win. That's yeah, but that wasn't dirty. If you're a first baseman, you do not leave your foot on the bag. Yeah, yeah but Manny Machado he he didn't do it the right way. I mean, as far as because he could have hurt both of them. But he didn't. And when you pose, he let you, you know. Pose like yeah. And when you pose, pose and Puig was like, oh, I got you. <laughs> was like, I got you. Puig wanted to pose before he even had to swing. That's <laughs> why he was doing the booty dance before he even. <laughs> Puig hit it literally, no lie. Looked back at the dugout, started talking to the players. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I love that kid. Yeah, set but, him up. But, but the thing of it is, is that I agree with you, but 
but Manny Machado has to hustle. He the, people aren't aren't forgiving when you don't hustle. People just you aren't make, forgiving. You make millions of dollars. You gotta run. That all we're asking you to do is to run. Even if it doesn't get out, if it hit off the wall, if JD Martinez decided to jump up and catch it, whatever, or if it hit off the wall and you end up going taking a hard turn at first and staying at first. Yeah. Listen, two years ago, I would have said do anything, get rid of any Dodger for Manny Machado because I did not believe in Justin Turner. He, you didn't. No, I had. Wow. I used to sign him as, when he was a second baseman with the Mets on my fantasy squad. And he put up numbers. He changed his approach so much. Yeah, and I just that didn't. I didn't. Effective. I didn't think it was real, but. He's real. Like he's real. He is one of the great clutch hitters of his time. Watching him take those postseason great bats is extraordinary. Like three thirteen during the postseason. Nah, he's amazing. So Manny Machado, like God bless him. But as long as he's not going to the Giants, I feel like the the Giants look like they're trying to to dive into that sabermetrics world as well because they're trying to get the Dodgers GM. Yeah, well, they can have him. Yeah, yeah they no can question. have him. And th- throw in Ned Galetti while you're at but it. But I disagree with you with Justin Turner because Justin Turner could actually play when he was in New York. It's just that he had David Wright blocking him. That's and, correct. And they gave him the platoon work. But when he got the play, and he, he put, put up, up numbers. And he put up power. He put up numbers. Yeah. But but he couldn't play consistently. And baseball is about consistency. And when you plug and play guys like they did Matt Kemp. Oh, we watch Matt Kemp in, these offs in, the, in the postseason, and he gets up in the eighth inning or the ninth inning to face Craig Kimbrell. Are you kidding and I have, I've been chilling all day. And I've been chilling all night. And you're saying, okay, man, you get, you're up. You're up, Kemp. Or when he starts, he hits a bomb. Yeah. And then you sit him down. That Kemp needs four at-bats a night. Give him four. Give him four and watch. If and you watch, can figure out how to get David Freeze four, you can figure out how to get Matt Kemp four. Matt's labor. Yeah. Because for me, they, uh, even though David Freeze performed, he's a, he's a secret weapon. He's that last bullet in the chamber that you want to have. Right. And, and he is good for sitting cold and coming in yes. hot. Yes, so you can take him out yes. in those clutch situations and say, you know what? We got David Freeze for that ass. Let's yeah. put him in there. <laughs> right? And, and, but unfortunately, they haven't. They, they decided, they made moves at the trade deadline that in theory made the team a lot better, but the way that they used these players yes. did not make the team better. You go get Brian Dozier, who for two years, me and Troy have been sitting around saying, man, the Dodgers get Brian Dozier. That's who they should on. have signed instead of Logan Forsythe. Oh, and, and Chase Utley. And, and Chase Utley. And yeah, so, and no so, doubt. And so we've been sitting around saying that for, for years now. We finally get Brian Dozier, and he doesn't get to play. Brian Dozier's playing behind Kike Hernandez? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Man, Manny Machado is going to make so much money. Close He's to 300, 20, right? He's 26 years old. Oh, yeah. The dough is coming. He's going to make close to 300. Yeah. Believe Damn. it. The dough is coming. But look, at, but look the Dodgers out hit. The Dodgers outhit the Boston Red Sox. The Dodgers batting average was two two fifty, and the Boston Red Sox were two twenty nine. Listen, they're certain you can't walk people. You can't, can't walk. Allow, people. You can't let, allow. Can't errors. give them extra outs. No, they, when the Dodgers that gave first up a game, lot that extra first outs. game when uh, David Freeze dropped that fly ball, huge pass ball. That was it. That lost the game. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, that, it was huge because what it did was it put Clayton Kershaw once again in the position of saying, "I got to do everything myself." Yeah. And that, with his diminished stuff, that's not going to work. Would you go after Bryce Harper? Yes. If I'm the Dodgers, I'd get rid of... See, now here's the thing for me. You can still trick people with Cody Bellinger, in my opinion. Yeah. If I'm the Dodgers, I'd get rid of Cody Bellinger. I'd get rid of uh, Chris Taylor because all he wants to do is hit home runs for some reason. i get rid of... I'm going to tell you who I don't get rid of and everybody else can go. I don't get rid of Kenley. I don't get rid of Puig. I don't get rid of Justin Turner. 
I don't get rid of Andrew Tolles. Everybody else, and I'm talking offensively, everybody else can go. I can't think of somebody else who, who – You give them the walking papers. If they need them. Pink slip. Because you actually only need such a tight core to make a run yeah. if, you, if your defense and your pitching is together. You go get Bryce Harper, and you let Bryce Harper play 181 games. You let him play 80, 81 games in Dodger Stadium because Bryce Harper does play hard to, sure to his own detriment. Yes. Bryce Harper would be great with a Yasiel Puig. And he can play center field. He can play center and field. get it. That kid goes and gets it. Him and Puig can have a bravado fest. It can be a love zone. Bring up that kid Verdugo. It's Compton and Long Beach. You know you're in trouble. It's just it is what it is. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't let Tolls lead off. I think off. that's where you spend your money. Yeah, let Tolls lead off. Let Manny walk and go pay pay that man Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's supposed to be all already signed, and they're probably going to announce it any day. And I don't believe that it's with you the Dodgers. You think that's real? Oh yeah, no question. I do believe that it's real. And Manny Machado, they're supposed to both both be going to the Phillies. I wouldn't doubt if Manny ended up going to the Cubs though, because they need a shortstop. But I mean, you can't lose with either one of those You don't guys. think he's going to go back to the Nationals? you think Boris can say that if he's changing teams? He was already giving his goodbyes and crying and everything else at the end of the season to the Nationals. I mean, I don't think that he's going back to the Nationals. No? No. That means they really blew it. Yeah. <laughs> they really blew it. <laughs> they blew junk. Somebody for him, you know. Yeah, but that was the problem in the first place, you know. And I don't think that, they, I don't think that they're going to get him. They might, but I doubt it. Now, moving forward, well, what I, did the Red Sox do? Wait one second. Sorry. The, my favorite thing about this World Series, which was brutal, it was painful, and yeah. it was disrespectful, was <laughs> watching Walker Bueller and Urias. Those two kids are straight up assassins, and that is ice water. Deep. Those kids, right? Are that is the next generation, and they are here and they are ready. And I'm, I'm like, honestly, only the Dodgers don't mess them up. I, honestly, I think Ross Stripling is right there with them. I do too. I think, I think you have very promising yeah. arms in Stripling. Uh, Bueller, and Urias, and low key Javi uh, Javi Baez, Pedro Baez got his act together. I can't. I'm not gonna get rid of Pedro Baez. We need he showed me. We need he showed a, me a lot. We need a right-handed power, uh, power pitcher. Bueller, you have no, power, no, 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 no. We need another one. We got go with Stripling, and I don't need power. After Actually, watching yes. the White Sox, I mean the Red Sox, I I would sign Evaldi. Yeah, but oh, see, yeah, that's but... a to me that's a trick. Nate Evaldi has been Nate Evaldi. Yeah, he had a good run. I'm still not sold. Well, Nate Evaldi, and, and Nate Evaldi's had two Tommy Johns as well. Yeah, and he was and he was here once. Yeah. I, I'm not. But he was I, a kid when he was here. He was a kid, and the Dodgers didn't get through to his mind. And but Tampa Bay did, and they got sure did. <laughs> and Tampa Bay got him to understand because he's throwing a hundred mile cutter, and that's a problem. That's a problem because even, even when it goes bad, it's still good. That's a problem. <laughs> it's still better than anything you've that's, that's, right. that's, that's a problem. That's Chapman as a starter. Right. Like he had what, that, <laughs> yeah from the right side. Yeah. Come on, man. That kid. And Chapman was a starter. Chapman played. Right, lot but, of, lot and, of but also Nate Evaldi, you're like, on his arm. go hit the bullpen, do this, throw every day, no problem, whatever. See, I don't believe he's like that in the regular season. Nate Evaldi wants to be a starter. And I think that the Dodgers need to focus on their bullpen and need to focus on getting the sabermetrics out of their thing. Yeah, they got to get the sabermetrics out of the organization. That's not happening. Yeah. Now, how, does Dave, how does Dave Roberts keep the team? I don't even know if Dave the Roberts city, came, rather. The, the, I think that he lost the city. And I, I, I heard they booed him. Yeah, they, they did. I was there. Yeah, they booed him. They booed him. And then on the way out of the stadium, they're chanting, fire, Roberts. And he's got to take the blame for the sabermetrics that he probably Which has nothing terrible. to do with. You know, because he's just taking orders from the front office. Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who, we don't know the answer to that. I mean, we don't have any way to confirm that. But, uh, but I, I have it on good authority 
yes. that he's not calling all those calls. Yes. He's not the one that says Ken Lee has to go twice. Dave Roberts is you and me. Dave Roberts is an actor. And every blue moon, he actually gets to make some calls. Is that true? Yes. Is that really true? I believe it in my heart very, very much so. Because well, first of all, let's go. Roberts yeah, played yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. First of all, watch how he played the game. You think that he's going to play the game like that and then not coach it like that? We got a lot more of what Alex Cora, how Alex Cora played and how his players responded with that. You know what I'm saying? Not by going, ah, you know what? Let me look, at it. Let, look, look this up and see the numbers on this. This dude went by some of the feelings that he had and made a call and they paid off. Even with the Nunez thing. You know, Eduardo Nunez Man. hurt you bad. I mean, he he could have snuck up and won the MVP at a certain point. I mean, his defense is suspect, but Cora was making decisions from the heart. Maybe he's not in control, total control of his team, but it paid off. Are you not projecting a little bit? Because Boston is a sabermetrics heavy team. No, I don't. I like don't believe they, they took the whole Boston. I mean, Oakland playbook over there. No, they took the general manager, everyone from Billy Bean. No, they didn't. No, they Dave Dombrowski. Dave Dombrowski came from Detroit. Yeah. No prior. Yeah, but, but this they, is the team that won, that got it uh-huh. done. And Theo Epstein came before that. Yeah, Theo Epstein yeah. was before him. Oh, gee. Yeah, because you, you're talking about. I don't Called see, me on I the wrong day. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the athletics still in any bags. They're still, they still bags. Yeah. Right? They don't, they don't sit around. They get the three-run bomb, but they don't sit around and wait for the three-run bomb. Wow. The Dodgers sit around. They set you up with yeah, the three-run bomb. The Dodgers try to sit around and get you with the three-run bomb, and the three-run bomb really is a fluke. Joe Kelly's a free agent. Keep him. I, I don't like Joe, Joe Kelly, Kelly either. But I liked him that. when he was on the Cardinals. I'm going to tell you the Astros are the, the team that's going to restock and revamp. They don't even need that many pieces. You know Madison Bumgarner is out there. That's the key. And if and a team like the Astros will go and get a guy like Madison Bumgarner. You get a guy like Madison Bumgarner on your team in that rotation, and you got a problem. I don't care what team he goes to. Wow. But, but the Dodgers, as long as they keep playing like this, they're not going to win a World Series. And not only that, I, the Dodgers couldn't win anyway. Either one of those teams that played in that, that series between the Astros and the um, Boston Red Sox were going to win the World Series. That's the bottom line. Clearly. The Dodgers didn't want to play the game the right way, and that's, yeah. a, that's, that's all I have to say about it. See you next year, Big Blue. Yeah, you hurt my feelings this time because, and I have to say, on behalf of the Dodger Nation, there was a sick taste in all Dodger fans' mouth that I didn't have last year against the Astros. There was something about the way the Dodgers lost this year in watching a bunch of adults refuse to make adjustments like children. Well, one of the things that I got from it is that they didn't play as a team, and they also played arrogantly as 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 if they were better than they were. And that I, really bothered me. And I felt like the, the Red Sox got caught in the moment a lot and ended up not overpowering them like they should have because they literally hadn't been there. But the Dodgers had been there, so they were a lot more comfortable than what the Red Sox were. But once the Red Sox finally got to the point where they were like, oh, you know what? We won 108 games. Let's just go ahead and get this over with. I, I thought that Apparently the Dodgers Chris Sale was the one. Chris Sale was yeah. the one who, who snapped them out of it. Yeah. He went in there and he'd smack some guys around and they came out banging. I... I yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I'm perplexed. I, I am really. I see that. I'm hurt. Like, no, a lot of Dodger fans won't go the same way. There's a, it's like a nasty, like, and it's not like a, oh, we'll get them next year. I wish the season restarted right now. It's like, oh, need to re, 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 this, re, restock. Was, this was it. <laughs> it, it, it feels well, like. The window's very small in winning championships. Yeah, especially in baseball. Yes. Right, but we've been to the postseason six years in a row, the World Series two years in a row, and. At this point, it feels predictable. 
And the problem is Buffalo Bills. LA is not Chicago. No. Right? Like we're, we're not committed to be like, yeah, yeah we're losers. No. Yeah, no we no, can't no, take we're not that. Losing. No. We don't lose in a We lot can't lot. take that. <laughs> we don't lose. No. Especially with Magic Johnson being But the Dodgers the need to get it right because you're like, "Oh, you're not about it. I'm just going to go watch LeBron." <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? You we don't want to win. I'll go watch they got Indomitian Sue. Let's go watch Gurley run on them. Football team in the world. So, you know, you like you have to do better. And by the way, the feeling that you're describing, I felt all season. There was sort of like a malaise to yes. Chavez Ravine until they made a couple, like, until the end when they had to put their foot on the gas to, and they did it. to get the division. But this team never should have been in a one-game no. playoff. No, they shouldn't have. Too much I, I would be very that. surprised if they can win the division next year because the Colorado Rockies have actually done something. That's that, three years in a he row. Loves the Rockies. That this every guy year. Is every year, every year, year is surprised. The the you know why? Because it's never the Rockies, happening. Yeah, because the Rockies youngsters that they've developed are finally starting to pan out, and they did this year, and they took the Dodgers to the to the brink this year. Word. You know, so and it's starting to happen. Just like Matt Holiday, just like Tulowitzki, no, 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 just like Gonzalez. Well, they got Trevor like, Story. that's better than than two. Just like Todd Todd Hill. It's like, no, they didn't never have pitching. The Colorado Rockies never had pitching, and now they have pitching, and that's the big difference. Marquez is one of the best pitchers in baseball, mm-hmm. you know, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So the Dodgers, and with the way that the Dodgers are playing, if the Colorado Rockies, I, because the division is wide open, I thought that the Giants, not the Rockies this year, I called the Giants earlier in the year because I thought that they were going to be able to make some noise. Dodgers are going to be a better team next year than they were this year, based on Walker, Bueller, and Urias. That's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. And also, the, the, you know. Puig's going to be playing for a contract. They're going to make some yeah. moves. I think Puig made leaps and bounds as a player this year. No doubt. Like really, I really believe he, like, I believe he, he moved way I think Puig has uh, reached his potential, honestly. That's pretty good potential. That's all right. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, but he's, what is he, a 20, 25 home run hitting right fielder now? That's fine. With a, with a mediocre average? He's giving me, what? What do you hit? Late, late 260? 280? Yeah, he, he is like yeah. 260. I think gold glove, I think like, can be. He nah, should have been. Glove. I think Puig should be. No, just like he should have been the MVP. Two eighty. I don't think he needed two eighty. Two twenty-seven bombs, and it all depends a lot on really where they put him in the lineup. And if Puig plays the way that I saw him play in the postseason, I am a okay with Yasiel Puig with whatever he produces because defensively he's up to code as long as he's mentally there, and offensively was always my concern for him. And offensively, he showed me he can he can create an approach. He actually can can actually have. He had an approach, and it was you know, very, and, very and, and, it, and was impressive because one, he's never done, he's never shown us that before. Because if you remember, he used to give you that weak swing like Cody Bellinger yeah. did for a few years when he got into the clutch. You remember when they played the Cardinals when they broke Anthony Ramirez's ribs? Puig got embarrassed by the Michael Waka, by Adam Wainwright, all of them, but every every starter they had, Carlos Martinez, they embarrassed him. They they literally put him in his place and laughed at him. And then the next year, he had the same he had the same problem against the Astros. You know, same problem against the Cubs. This year, Yasiel Puig put it together, and I'm me personally, I'm very impressed. He should have batted leadoff in the World Series. I take him in a five hole, even just let's move him up. Puig is what he showed well, you when he's leading your team. And he, I don't I like him. Say, I can't have him. I think in the seven hole. In, I think he bet two eighty nine in the post, and, and I and I can't have him three thirteen, and, and I can't have him in the in the seven hole at that point when nobody when but other he's guys batting above him when when <laughs> other guys, when other guys are striking out literally seventy percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, leaving him on first. Saw saw through the whole series or getting him up with nobody on base. Puig showed me that when runners are on base, he'll put the ball in play. Yeah, he made the adjustments. I just don't think that 
to me, he's more of a left fielder than he would be for a right fielder because right fielders usually have thump, and he's he's and it's easier for him to play left field, so he, you can make up for his mistakes that he's going to make on defense. So the only mistakes that he's going to make, I don't have a problem with his routes to the ball. The mistakes he has bad he routes makes, to the ball, but the, he overthrows guys, and you don't have to worry the about overthrowing. That's the biggest problem with him overthrowing guys. Yeah, but, that's but he also problem. throws a lot of guys out. That can be corrected. You're talking about him reaching his potential. I don't think that a guy that overthrows guys is definitely fixable. A guy that refuses to make adjustments in an at bat is not fixable. Overthrowing guys like he does in big situations, it becomes more of an emotional thing because he's doing it more for he's still 26, 27. But so, but so is Manny Machado. And Manny but Machado he didn't hurt anything. Mistakes. Manny Machado just walked out a single because he thought it was a bomb. He does make those mistakes. I'm talking about in the field. Either way it goes, those are mental and, mistakes and that cost you. And his has never been up to the code to Manny Machado's. That's a lot. No, but you just, but you're, but you're trying to, make, you're trying to have it both ways, and I'm not going to let no, you that, do that. That's not, that's not happening both yes, ways. Yes, it that's is. Telling the truth. You said, oh, he's 26 years old. So is Manny Machado. So, so is a so whole Manny bunch Machado of other is there, and Manny, and Manny Machado is going to go player. get 300 million dollars, and we're not talking about that kind of money well, for Puig. Puig. Yeah, Puig is a no. Mediocre, Puig is a mediocre ball player. No, he's not. Why are you just so full of shit? He's a mediocre ball player. Shit. You were just in all day. Now this is Terry the Contrarian because all day, no doubt. all day Terry wants to talk about how impressive Puig has become. He was, but he's, until now, the truth where is he matter, run him down. If Puig was playing a mile high, he'd be like, "Well, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, Puig in Colorado, Puig, he really would only hit 15. Yeah. Puig, uh, let me put it like this: level. Puig can't even make the outfield in Colorado. You got David Dahl, Charlie Blackman, Colorado." Can't make it out of the regular season. Hello. They can't make it out Hello. of the NL West. Hello. Well, I'd rather do that than be at home and w- enjoying and resting my body than, then go you're to a loser. than going to the World Series and, then and, you're a and loser. going by the numbers and end up that's losing not, that's every lie. year. Lies. Look that's at Biden. Lies. I know you. Lies. I know you're lying. You would never <laughs> rather be at home when it, if there's that's a chance true. to compete. We did, you, you <laughs> should tell the truth and shame the devil because you're lying right now. It's lies. Anyways, OG. Thanks for stopping by. I don't know if you want to stick around for the college football segment if you're going to bounce, but we got to we we obviously gotta we, bounce. we have such a, a great time with you. Bryce you're Harper, welcome. 2019. Waste of money. This guy, he's everybody. Who is uh, we can sign Babe Ruth. Uh, he'll never do anything for the Dodgers. Yeah, that's true. Who would it, who would you sign? Why would you get another outfield? You got like 20 of them. No, no, well, I would get rid of some. We got to get rid of these dudes. No, it, what for what? So you can get him to try to play by the numbers? Bryce Harper is the numbers. <laughs> Bryce you don't get to play by the sabermetrics? But does not, I don't think he's coming to L.A. regardless. Yeah, he's not. But either way, it would be. Like, even if they offered him $300 million, I don't think he's coming to L.A. He should. I don't know about he's that. Not, yeah, I was about to say, I don't know about far that. From here. He's from Vegas. He's yeah, his family is. We've seen his family at the yeah. stadium. Above. No, who's going to sign him? The Angels. <laughs> the outfield king, <laughs> the king at outfield. He could be number outfield number two hundred and one. Maybe right. they'll find a place for him. Right. <laughs> Beside Otani. That's right. Oh my God, man! Talk about mismanagement. OG. All right. Thank you so much, ladies and, and we gentlemen. We got to talk about Brad Osmus when we get a chance too. That's uh. That's uh. Why you think he's gonna be the coach? He has he to go. Stay signed. Signing. Terrible work. Terrible. In Anaheim. In Anaheim. <laughs> You're devastated. By the way, Anaheim of Los Angeles. Anaheim of Los of Fullerton, Angeles. Of Redondo. Of San Diego. You're right. Santa Monica <laughs> of Los Angeles. <laughs> of the Angels. Of proximity. Right. They did. OG, well, OG, OG, I do too. What's your message to the people about November 6th? Last parting note. Oh, well, uh, yeah, you got to vote or just die. Like I We got, we got listeners you. all over the country. You know, you, you, 
first of all, this is a historic revolutionary election. There is a black woman who could become the governor of Georgia. If you think of Stacey that in a, in a historical perspective, that's just extraordinary. She's a brilliant woman. Um, Andrew Gillum could be governor of Florida. I think he is a he's a brilliant young man who's got a long, great future ahead of him. Beto O'Rourke is gonna he got a tough hill to climb. He does, but uh, amazing candidate. And for the first time ever, California votes like really matter. It really like, matters to vote. California, yeah, California, we can actually flip Congress. You know what I mean? Ourselves, like, yeah. yeah, no doubt. And yeah. like there are Republican members of Congress in California who have been working with you know, Soviet intelligence agencies to undermine our democracy. People need to care about this. People need to care. People need as to care much as we this. care about the Dodgers, people need to care. Or it, any it, sports. It, or any sport. I, I was just using the Dodgers because it just ended. As much as the city has heard about that, we should be hurt about what's going on in the country and our opportunity to change it needs to be exercised. And by the way, that's up and down the ballot. Like every, every election. Everything matters. Right. You have district attorneys. Sheriffs, judges, judges. These people make it. They really make. These are the people that determine in, right in your life. Yeah, day to day. So I just wanted to give you. Day. Yep, just wanted to give you that opportunity. Always a pleasure for you to stop by. You are a friend of the Ozo. OJ. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we ran a little long. We're going to try to get you maybe an espresso shot to hit you with some uh, some boxing, some college football. We don't want to wear you out in a too large of a sample size. We're going to wrap up this edition, this post World Series edition of the Ozone. With a quote from Chief Red Eagle. And the quote is this. Angry people want you to see how powerful they are. Loving people want you to see how powerful you are. You have power, folks. You need to use it and exercise it properly because we are all in this thing together. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is The Ozone. Ozone. I'm just living the dream.